0: Hey everyone and here we are again for another episode of the panelized prefab kit home building show and with me is the president and founder of landmark home and land company a company which has been helping people build their new homes where they want exactly as they want across the nation and worldwide since 1993 and that man is Steve Tuma. How you doing, amigo? Oh, excellent. It's a good day. What do we have? We've got more interesting questions. I always have interesting panelized questions. home questions. What are you talking about? Prefab home questions. <laughs> Every question I ask is interesting. Um, <laughs> today, though, I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit more about plans. We've we've uh, touched upon them in in the past, but um, I want to talk more about like mechanical design and and um, you know building department information. How to get that to them in the correct way and permitting. And every time we talk about that stuff, I learn something new. So I'd like to uh, start off asking you about, um, architectural plans. Now, every time I see a set of plans, uh, architectural plans, they're, they're nice and they, they show a, a, a clean 2d version of the home that I want to build, but I can't seem to look at that and visualize what it would be like to live there in real life. You know what I mean? I, uh, How how can I get a better vision of the home I'm eventually going to move into?
1: Well, you're right, Steve, because uh, a lot of people can look at a 2D plan, Uh you know, just a floor plan, show dimensions of rooms, and kind of see it in their mind. And some people don't have that ability to really go through and say, "Hey, what's a 12 by 12 room with a cathedral ceiling look like?" Or, "Hey, what what does it look like?" So uh, we can do a lot of details with uh, virtual rendering type situations, visualization, mm-hmm. so that we can go through and actual, do like a
0: colorized 3D. Sort of an anim- animation kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And in and, and, and a sense, an animation right. where you could, we could show all sides, the top, the bottom. That's great. You know, different things. You can go in the house and see uh, how the house is laid out with furniture, mm-hmm. where the windows are, what a view might be. Right. So we're uh we're able to do that and go through and really lay it out and it's a it's a pretty spot on uh method of being able to go through an eyeball and make sure it's right. Now when you do that, it takes a little bit more time mm-hmm. to properly detail it and make sure the colors are right, make sure just everything's put together. So it it won't be 100% perfect because we've been doing this and sometimes people say, well, I see the couch in the room, but it's not my couch. Mm-hmm. Well, it might be hard to get your custom couch, <laughs> you know, rendered, but we can get a representation in there so you can get a feel for the size of the kitchen, right. how the kitchen would flow, what it would look like from a perspective, you know, what it would look like with a certain size couch or how your TV fits. And uh, I, I would add a little bit more time for the design elements because it takes time to do that and revise it to make sure you can see exactly what it is, but... That's one of the key elements of of how we're able to help you at Landmark home and Land Company is you know let's let's design what you want and then make sure that you know that that's right
0: right. You may be doing a big favor to the furniture making companies <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll see the cartoon couch and go, You know, that's better than my couch. I might want to get something like hey, that. Hey, things like that happen.
1: It's kind of amazing. And and it, if if someone's really, really into their home, mm-hmm. you know, their environment, the where they're gonna live, it's it, it can be a valuable uh uh process to go through because then then you can it's kinda like sitting in your home. You can you could see it, you can see a picture, you can see how the room flows how the house flows and then we're also uh doing 3d floor plans like cutaways so you mm-hmm. can see
0: how how different pieces of furniture lay out how the how the house flows that's uh because i know real estate companies are doing that more and more as well using 3d graphics to uh to do house tours i think that'd be amazing to have that uh just so you could get the look of how your how your home design is kind of going to feel, you know. Well, we're we're kind of living in a virtual smartphone world now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean,
1: you see it. People are driving down the road, texting, talking. You know, people are sitting in the house. They're they go to dinner. They're spending time on their phones. They're on buses going to work or in traffic jams looking at different stuff. So that that we're able to uh help
0: people visualize their their home better yeah we're seeing people in cars texting and they're not even in the driver's seat There's no (laughs) one in the driver's seat yeah Yeah. (laughs) well yeah that's that's the
1: that's the technology we live in and that this 3d rendering situation is is kind of the the same thing 10 20 years ago it it just wasn't as good, but now mm-hmm. now you got it where it almost looks just like a picture. Right. So what we're able to do is is work to make sure that people are building the right house. You know, I, I always joke around and say, hey, anyone could take a some wood, and nail it together, and call it a house. But a properly designed home that's good for the way you live mm-hmm. is more important than just a house. You know, the sure the saying, you know, instead of a house, it's a home type of a thing. So. Mm-hmm. We're able to uh to do things like that and make sure that you you end up with the house you want. It's if someone's really, really into the architectural design of the home, it's it's worth doing just to make sure that you're you're building exactly what you want.
0: Let's uh let's talk about other design elements. Um uh, how do I get my electrical, my plumbing, my heating, air conditioning? Uh those systems need to be designed as well. Is that the same sort of process as the you know, putting up the walls? Well, it's the actual design process is
1: is similar. It's done on CAD, uh, but it's different disciplines in a sense. Mm-hmm. So designing the wood structure of a home is different than an electrical system. But there, there's a couple answers to that. There's the design, so they have the proper design for permitting. Because sometimes they want to go through, and make sure that you've got the right sockets per code, the right circuits, you know, smoke detectors, CO two detectors. And different situations like that, but then some building departments get a little in depth by going through and wanting the complete electrical design calculation riser Mm. diagrams Mm -hmm. to make sure that you know for the house that you have, you've got enough you know quote juice going through it. Right. So there, there's more and more places um, asking for that. So typically, we'll supply a a uh, electrical layout showing where the sockets are different different simple details that an electrician can use to build. But if for some reason your building department needs more sophisticated details we can go through and do the electrical engineering for the house as well. Mm-hmm. Now that goes through to plumbing. A lot of people say, but doesn't the plumber just know how to put it together? Generally they do, but a lot more building departments want to make sure that your gas piping is right. That it's the right mm-hmm. size so that gas can go through and get properly distributed mm-hmm. to the, the different appliances in the home. And it's also the the plumbing. Make sure that the the water lines are properly sized and going to the right location. And and some people are getting into split gray water systems for reusing water for you know landscaping outside and different details. And the the one that's that we get more requests for is the HVAC heating, ventilating, and air conditioning systems, mm-hmm. where they want the manuals S, D, and J to go through to make, you know, see the heat loss calculations, make sure your furnace and air conditioning unit is sized right, and then also make sure the ducts are properly sized mm-hmm. so that the the heating and cooling um, is is effective. Hmm. So, we we can take care of all of that um to whatever degree a, a a typical building department would request. And it is very important. It's, you know, a lot of people say, "Yeah, but isn't, you know, doesn't my heat guy just go out and put this in?" And it's like yeah, I'm sure he can, but it's almost like asking someone else to shop for your shoes. Mm. You could say, "Hey, I need an 11 wide," but different manufacturers of shoes, their mm. 11 wide fits a little different. So, it's the same thing with the furnaces that they've got to be designed different ways for different climates, for different uses and and uh it's it's an it's an important process to make sure it's it's put together because if a furnace runs too long or too short, you're it's burning energy.
0: Mm. And Landmark can pretty much get me through all of those processes, right? Oh, yeah. We, we can help with pretty
1: much anything that, that you would need for the the building permit to make sure it's put together properly, and then it's easy to obtain permits, and then the it's properly designed so that, you know, um, when it's being built, you're, mm. you're getting the best possible.
0: Now, we've talked on the show in the past about, uh, you know, more green living, and um, I, let's say I build a house, and then five years from now. I, I love my house, but uh, maybe I want to install solar panels, you know, to the new home. What do I need to do? I mean, do I need to think about that early or, or after it's built if I decide I want to do something like that? Well, how tough is that? Well, it's, it's kind of an interesting concept. It can affect the actual design
1: of your house. Mm-hmm. And it also will affect the loading of the roof system because your roof is designed to carry a certain weight. So, let's just say the snow load is twenty pounds per square foot it'll hold twenty pounds a square foot. But if you go stick a solar panel on there, mm-hmm. generally the engineers allow three three pounds per square foot It's additional weight that's always up there, uh, right. so a lot of people say hey what's the, what's the roof loading that I need?" And they'll say, "Well, twenty pounds or fifty or whatever it is for your area and then they put solar panels on there, and they don't add for the solar mm-hmm. the weight of the solar panel right. and the point loads of of holding it in place. Mm-hmm. Now we can take care of those, but another thing, <clears throat> excuse me, is the orientation of it. So the Ex- sun generally you want to explain, explain it, that the or you mean the actual where it's placed on the roof. Right. Where it's placed on the roof so that the solar panels have maximum access to sun. hmm So a lot of people say, well it's no big deal. I'll just put the solar panels on the south side of my house. <laughs> well what if you had a a gable end home where the gable faced south, right? And the planes of say like a roof or six twelve roof pitch or so f- faced east or west? You're not getting the optimal southern exposure. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're looking at this, you have to reorient the house or redesign the roof to take advantage of of the the roof panels. And uh, some states are starting to mandate. Solar on houses or at least put it in there that the roof system has to be able to support the mm-hmm. solar and right. any of some renewable energy systems. So there is a little bit of an art to it. You, you can't just take any site and put any house on it and go, wow, it's solar. Well, it may be able to hold the solar panels, but are the solar panels oriented properly to to accept the sun's rays? Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of the situation. that to cut to the point you kind of want a, a big plane on the roof that faces south hmm. that that can do it and there's solar design situations we can help with that to go through to make sure that there's enough space for the solar to be collected and then you know the system to be put in place so it's it's a little bit of work you, you'll notice that and on, on some houses they'll, they'll try to put solar panels up and it's just in the little section right even though the roof may be huge it's just in a little section because that's the only spot
0: where it, it will actually do something and be able to collect the solar rays mm. and another thing that you've kind of gone over in the past if, uh, is energy calculations i've heard you talk about that a few times that exactly how do they help me you know to save money is it really worth it all of those calculations uh, energy calculations Yes it is important. Um the reason being is
1: it's a theoretical calculation mm-hmm. where they can go through and say hey for your house to meet code you you need to have certain insulation in the foundation, the floor, the walls, the roof and also uh some of them get very in depth into the type of ductwork the energy efficiency of the furnace and the hot water heater. So, a lot of people say, well, hey, I went out and I got the most efficient furnace. You know, what what better can I do? Well, what they don't realize is that if that, if that furnace is not installed properly, you won't be getting the proper efficiency out of it. Mm-hmm. So, the idea is, you know, way back, you know, 20 years ago, 80% efficient furnace was you stick a dollar of gas into it, you get 80 cents of heat out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, they're... You know, higher percentages—ninety-six, ninety-eight percent efficient. So you stick a dollar into it of, of fuel, you get ninety-eight cents of uh, of heat. That's a better return than way back. Right. So what ends up happening is you, you heat or cool, and then you distribute it through ductwork, metal ductwork. If that ductwork isn't installed properly, there can be tremendous loss in the heat. Kind of a similar concept of having a garden hose with a bunch of holes in it. Oh,
0: right.
1: So you could be running water through it, but because there's so many holes in it, the water's coming out of the garden hose instead of at the end of the spigot where where you want the water to wash your car or, or, or water your yard. So it's the understanding of how the heat transfer happens in the home, but also gets into the design to make sure that the heat systems are put together properly, you're using efficient water heating. A lot of places, the codes pretty much dictate that you have to have instant hot water heaters. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot of details that, that you've got to go through. Even insulating a, a crawl space or a slab, there's a lot of heat loss through through ground or cold coming in or, or heat coming in. And, you know, I'm talking a lot about heat in a lot of parts of the country, they're trying to keep houses cool. Mm, right. You know, so it it works kind of both ways, so it's not just to save on your heat bill; it's it's also to save on your air conditioning bill. Hmm. So that's part of our design process is looking into the energy efficiency, the theoretical efficiency. But then you have to go through, as our owner builders do, and make sure that it's installed properly. Make sure that the insulation contractor knows how to properly install. Make sure that the heat guy is doing it right. And you can get hers raters and they're able to go through and make sure that the installation matches the energy codes. That's one of those things that you can't really see the value until you get your energy bills. Mm. So it, it it makes sense to make sure that it's put in. A lot of people go through and say, oh, I'm, i got to make sure my window is installed right. But very few people go through to make sure their furnace is installed right or make sure the insulation is installed right. And that's, you know, your energy bill, that's a monthly bill. Right. You know, your happy happy electric company and gas company just seem to be able to send you a little, you know, little wake-up notice every month. So, you know, the the lower the
0: dollar on that, the better off you are. I think you were right earlier when you said that there really is sort of an art to making a home efficient. It really is is something that I don't think enough people probably put any thought into at all.
1: No, well, it's it's one of these things, you know. When people talk about their house, I see if you probably think, you know, friends that you know, they're like, "Oh, I got a great fireplace. Look at our bathroom. Look at our kitchen." Mm-hmm. Who's the last person that said, "I've got an energy efficient home and I'm saving <laughs> this"? And you know, right. I I checked my ductwork and this happened, and check out this instant hot water heater. This is all going to save me so much money a month. It just doesn't happen, people. You know, the when people are buying and selling homes, the the pictures don't show. The cost of ownership right the right. the pictures don't show the value of a quality home they show you a cute kitchen or a bathroom or porch or whatever it may be and that's very important so you can do it but the cost of ownership and comfort in your home i think is
0: is equally as important you 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 touched on something a little earlier but it just struck me as something that has got to be so important uh the the actual placement, the orientation of your house to the sun must affect the energy efe- efficiency of your home. Oh, yeah, Steve. You've probably been in a situation where you're,
1: you know, say you're at a restaurant and you're sitting there and you're by a window and the sun's just beaming in. It just seems to be so much hotter right there Right. than if you went to a shadier part of it. And a lot of people think, oh, I'll just turn my air conditioning on. Well, it costs money to do that, and it's still going to be warmer. So, yes, orienting the house in different ways can allow it to absorb that sun or to be shaded from it. Mm -hmm. So that actually can get into the the energy calculations of a home to see the energy efficiency, because a lot of people, they'll go through and someone will say, well, I think I need a two ton air conditioning unit. And they didn't look at a 20 foot wall of glass. That's 10 feet wide. (laughs) That's, that's essentially like a magnifying glass. Just letting the sun rays in your house. Mm. So if, if the calcul- energy calculations aren't done right with your taking in the consideration of the orientation of the sun, it may be undersized because it can't overcome the heat that's generated from that glass. And on the flip side, that glass is not as good of an insulator as an R-30 and, or you know R-21 in a wall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So your heat system might have to be a little stronger and have different ducts in different locations to counteract the glass that uh isn't as good of an insulator say in uh in the cooler months
0: yeah i don 't know having having a landmark around to to deal with all these little details <laughs> i just don't see any why anyone would want to go into home building without having somebody like you there i mean it just seems so intricate even i'm thinking about the shading and the design of the house itself, like uh, uh, overhangs i mean how do overhangs affect the energy consumption and the and how comfortable my house is.
1: Well, that's that's the situation where the overhangs can dictate how much sun gets in. Mm-hmm. So depending on where you are in the world, the sun's going to be higher or lower in the, in the sky. Right. So if you have a, a longer overhang, like in summer, it'll protect the house so that the sun can't get in your windows as much. Mm-hmm. But then when the sun is lower in winter, it'll allow the sun to get under the eave, and in, into, into, the, uh, into the house. So in a sense, that situation that we're talking about, about the big glass wall, we're taking advantage of the sun by allowing it to come through and heat the house mm-hmm. in certain seasons. And with bigger overhangs, the sun can't get in as much. So like in summer, we're not adding heat to your house through the sun. Mm-hmm. Now, as you've probably noticed, you open your window... On a winter day, you know, it's chilly in your house, the sun comes in, it gets warm. That's free. <laughs> so, so that gets into, you know, some organic design situations and the orientation of the house and, you know, picking window sizes and overhang sizes. If someone chooses to get into that situation, it's a little harder to work on where you're like in a small city lot because you can't really change the orientation of the house. But you could do design elements to to take advantage of that and especially right. if there's land where you have a choice of
0: orientation and
1: different situations it it
0: can be done mm. it's it's pretty amazing i have one more question for you i've been saving this for last because i've been hearing people talk about thermal mass would you please explain to everybody what the heck is thermal mass
1: thermal mass is basically a uh, it's uh something that will absorb Heat or cool. So, I don't know if you've ever stood by like a stone building after the sun's on it. Mm -hmm. It might get cool at night, but the stone holds that heat and then at night radiates it. So, not too many people are building true stone homes today, but what they're doing is developing a thermal mass. So, just like we're talking about the sun coming into a house, okay, so that sun comes into the house, goes through a piece of glass. If it hits a cement slab, that cement slab will then act as a thermal mass. Mm-hmm. It'll absorb the heat through the day, and then at night slowly release it. Mm-hmm. All of us have seen a lizard on a rock. <laughs> the The lizard is taking advantage of the heat that that rock is holding, even mm-hmm. on cooler days. Right. So that thermal mass can be a cement floor. It can be a masonry wall. It could be a variety of of different situations. Mm -hmm. So when when you get in a different design element, sometimes people will go through and say, you know what, I'm going to just have a cement floor, color it, it's beautiful, Mm -hmm. it's environmentally friendly, it's not holding the allergens and dust and everything of carpet, but it's also a thermal mass, and we can actually calculate how far into the house that would need to go to, to effectively soak up the sun rays, mm-hmm. so that that's what it is. It, it's kind of like a heat sink. It'll hold hot or cold, and then you know absorb during the day, release it at night. In the case of of heat, it's a it's a pretty interesting concept. It's got to be designed properly with the right types of materials, but it's 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 kind of an an interesting situation. Steve, next time you're you're walking by a building at night mm-hmm. and it's a little cooler outside touch the stone building or masonry building right it'll be warmer that's the heat from the day being released at night that's that's, that's, that's interesting that's, that's the action of a thermal mass. well i don't
0: know of anybody who could have explained that to me better <laughs> Yeah, it's the lizard on the rock that's what got you right <laughs> there it is it was perfect yeah so well once again it's gone by super fast but we are we're done with another episode of the panelized prefab kit home building show and um I just want to take this opportunity to allow uh, Steve Tuma of Landmark Home and Land Company to tell us the best way to contact him and his company.
1: The best way to get in touch with us is, you know, I, th- I think people should preview the website, mm-hmm. LHLC.com. It's kind of like the initials of Landmark Home and Land Company. Mm-hmm. So LHLC.com. You can also call 800 830 nine seven eight eight and uh we answer the phone we'll take care of you have a nice discussion to find out what it is that you need that you need how we can sort this all out figure out how your house fits on the land what what type of design you want you know and and get uh get get you going in the right direction and then you know make sure that uh you know we we can help you we've, we've been helping people for 25 years all over the country and you know, below sea level, above sea level, at the highest populated city in America, Leadville, Colorado, and cities, country, whatever it is, uh, I, I I know we can help you out.
0: Excellent! This has been a great show. I really enjoyed it. So, everyone, thank you, thank you once again for joining us on the Panelized Brief AB Kit Home Building Show. So, for myself and Steve Tuma, President and Founder of Landmark Home and Land Company, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thank you.